Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 929, Lundy Gras. I want to thank Melvin Labat and Angelique Rocher, King and Queen Zulu, as well as John Menge Eastman and Elizabeth Brent Montgomery, uh, King and Queen Rex. Well, I shouldn't say that. King of Carnival and his uh, Queen of Carnival for taking the time and, and vastly different organizations. But I think what they all have in common and one common theme or Venn diagram we can get from everybody is public service and how important that is to help those that haven't had the advantages that other people have had. And I'm not trying to make this a political soapbox or anything, but, again, we all have had opportunities that a lot of people have not had, and that's allowed us to get to where we are. And if you think you're a self-made person, I'm not trying to to be nasty or anything, but I think you need to maybe go back, look yourself in the mirror, and really re-examine what it is that got you to where you are and maybe some advantages that you had that – you, you would not be where you are but for those. Kelly Schultz joins us now, Senior Vice President of Communications, Public Relations for New Orleans and Company. Hi, on Kelly. Hey, Tommy. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. We're going to be broadcasting from the balcony uh, of New Orleans and Company tomorrow. Do I actually get to meet you, or you will be surrounded by some kind of security entourage that I won't be able to even <laughs> get close to you? No, I will be there. We're happy that you all are going to be broadcasting from our building. It's a beautiful spot to watch Rex and Zulu. I, I hope that um, that you, you'll come by. We can talk to you on the air. Yes, of course. Yeah, we're going to be doing interviews um, with stations all over the country, actually, um, talking to visitors who are watching from all different cities and states. And, you know, we're going to say that everywhere else it's just Tuesday, but in New Orleans it's Mardi Gras, and we're going to invite them to – Plan a trip to New Orleans, but yes, I will definitely um, come by and chat with you all as well. You got that right, darling. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. Kelly, of course, a proud native of St. Bernard Parish, who I always give a hard time about wearing the white boots. Which Will you be in costume tomorrow or not? Uh, I will be festive tomorrow, so lots of sequins and feathers and that sort of thing, not necessarily a costume. Oh. Well, in that case, and no I'm white boots. I'm going to have to wear something different because I was wearing feathers and a lot of sequins, but I guess we don't, <laughs> we don't want to clash. Tell me about Mardi Gras, the business part of it, because I was talking to um, uh, John Menge Eastman and his lovely queen, Elizabeth Brent Montgomery, and also you might have heard me talk about Melvin Labat and Angelique Rocher, the king and queen of Zulu, about where their Venn diagrams intersected with community service and, and um 
that's a, a, an important part, I think, that a lot of people look past. And maybe some, some of the other part of it is the business aspect of, of Carnival and Mardi Gras that people don't realize. It's the greatest free show on earth, but not for everybody. That's right. You know, we actually have um, new economic impact data, which we really haven't had for Mardi Gras since 2009. So New Orleans and Company and the Mayor's Mardi Gras Advisory Board got together with Professor Tony Weiss at Tulane, and she conducted some research for us and was able to share that um, Mardi Gras has an economic impact to the city of New Orleans of $900 million dollars. Um, for every dollar the city invests in Mardi Gras, it gets a return of $2.64. And then Mardi Gras 2023 helped increase the state tax revenues by more than $14 million. So those are just a couple of highlights of a really robust study that shows just how big Mardi Gras is as a business and, and how it boosts our economy. Tell me about hotel occupancy this year. How's that looking? looking good. You know, we surveyed um, about a week or so ago, we surveyed our hotel partners. Many of those are in the French Quarter downtown area. New Orleans is so lucky to have 26,000 hotel rooms within two miles of French Quarter and, and Superdome and Convention Center. They were telling us two weeks ago that for this past weekend, they were going to be at 95% occupancy, occupancy um, which is which is higher than they were for 2023 Mardi Gras. So, that's a good estimate. We're going to get final numbers here soon. But based on what we're seeing and hearing, the hotels have been full, which is also good news for restaurants. You know, we want people to be out along the parade route, but hopefully they're also, you know, going to our museums and going to see different parts of the city while they're here and, and really um, giving us that economic boost. Tell me about um, when it comes to um, restaurants and um Big and small and suburban restaurants, I guess. Is it all about Orleans Parish, or does this have a have a footprint that covers more than Orleans? No, I mean we, you know, we we do a lot of work in Orleans Parish, but we know that many times when visitors come here, for example, they may go into St. Bernard Parish, where I'm from, and they may do a, a fishing trip down there, or they may go eat at Rockies or one of the other, you know, iconic um, St. Bernard restaurants. So we try and get people, particularly the international visitors. Those who are coming from outside of the U.S., they typically stay longer and do more and spend more money. So many of them will not only explore different parts of, of New Orleans and the surrounding parishes, but they'll also go to other parts of Louisiana. Um, they may go to Bro Bridge or Natchitoches or Shreveport and, and check out other parts of the state. So um, those, those tourism numbers and being able to, you know, have Mardi Gras, hosting Super Bowl next year, all of these things are going to benefit the entire state of Louisiana. You're reading ahead here because that's what I was getting to. Mardi Gras next year is on March 4th, date of a military command. I'll never forget Kevin Ryan's mother telling me that. March 4th, it's a military command, get it? March 4th? Anyway, um, that's when Mardi Gras <laughs> is. The Super Bowl is on February 9th. The Super Bowl, of course, is here. That That's looking like a tremendous start to 2025 for the hotel industry between Super Bowl and Mardi Gras. Tell me about between now and then. What kind of business are we looking at, conventions, et cetera, Kelly? Well, there's a lot of good things happening between now and then. One of them, um, a, a big uh, highlight for October is that Taylor Swift is coming to perform. She's bringing her Eras concert to New Orleans for three nights in October, which is going to be huge. Who is that? Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Have you Who? heard of her? No, I don't. <laughs> Who's that Taylor Swift? What is it? 
singer? So let me tell you, you talk about sold-out hotels. That yeah. will definitely happen for her three shows. We've got some major um, big conventions that are coming in consistently throughout the year, and, and we're talking about conventions that many cities would, would dream of hosting with, you know, 18,000 attendees, 20,000 attendees. Um, these are things that most cities would love to be able to do and just simply don't have the capacity to, or the expertise to do that. Um, we're also in the summer hosting something called Bocuse Dior and the World Pastry Cup. This is an international culinary competition that has never been in the United States before, and we're going to host it in June here in New Orleans. So there's a lot of big things that are coming up between now and the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Jazz Fest is moving to eight days. The Rolling Stones are going to be here. So once we get past Mardi Gras, we go right into that, that spring festival season. There have been studies, have there not, Kelly Schultz with New Orleans and Company, that that Taylor Swift thing, that that's more than a concert. That's a phenomenon, and that, that's an economic, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, uh, force, isn't it? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is, you know, there have been a lot of national news stories about the, um, you know, Taylor Swift is, is a force. I think that's a good word for it. And there have been studies and, and reports on when she brings her concert into a city, just how much it boosts their economy. It's a huge lift. If you think about people who are coming in, they're spending their hard-earned money to, you know, get tickets to the concert. They're, they're staying in hotels. They're eating in restaurants. They're hopefully experiencing other things that the city has to offer, like live music and, and other parts of our culture. Um, she's had that effect on virtually every place that she's gone. It really is amazing. And so, and, and New Orleans was kind of a last addition. You know, she announced four more shows for this, this era's tour, and New Orleans was one of them. So we're really, really fortunate um, to be able to have her come here. And, and the fall is going to be packed, you know, with Taylor Swift and big conventions. Of course, Halloween's always a big deal. We also have Prospect 6, which is a big international art uh, exhibition, which is going to be kicking off in October, November timeframe and going through February of next year. So lots of good stuff going on. Is Mardi Gras more of a drive-in or fly-in crowd or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Um, it's also international. You know, we have visitors here. Um, we had some folks in from Australia. We're hosting um, a journalist, actually, who reports for an audience in China. Um, it, it's really a global event, and, and we try and communicate. You know, we, I mean, of course, we all know what Mardi Gras is here in New Orleans, but for those who don't have never been or don't fully understand it, one of the points that we make is, is just how 
masterful it is executed here. If you think about the fact that there are multiple crews, multiple days, all different types of, of organizations coming together, there's no corporate sponsor for this. There's no single access point or tickets. It's the largest free show on earth, as you said. I don't know any other city that could do it as well as New Orleans does. And so when it comes to things like Mardi Gras, Super Bowl, you know, we like to say this is what we do. We're built to host. It's what we do. It's who we are. And it really is unbelievable if you think about all of the people that come together to make this happen from the crews to the police to city leaders. You know, they make it look easy and it's not. How, how big can the convention business go grow in, in New Orleans, and, and where does it go from here looking 10 years, 20 years down the line? Because that, that's what you all have to do. You're not, I know in a way you're looking at next year and two years, but you got to look 10, 20 years down the line. Uh, where does it go? That's Kelly? right. That's right. You know, and our, our, sales team, um, our sales team at New Orleans & Company, of course, we work closely with the convention center, but we have a, a separate sales team who are booking hotels, both at the convention center and and within hotels all over the city, they're booking meetings right now for 2030, 2035, mm-hmm. many years into the future. It is a long-term business. And so, you know, and, and that business is increasingly competitive. A lot of cities are out there building new convention centers. They're building new stadiums. They're bringing in new, um, like everyone's talking about the sphere in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always... Um, there's so much competition out there, and many cities are vying for those same conventions that we want to be able to host in New Orleans and that we believe we can do better than anyone else because so we are so walkable. How do you stay ahead of it? You stay ahead of it by by hard work. You know, it doesn't just happen. It takes selling, and it takes relationships, and it takes bringing those meeting planners here and seeing the city for themselves and and informing them about all the things that are happening in our community, about innovation and Things like, you know, $500 million in, in improvements underway at the convention center right now. The fact that it's the first LEED uh, gold-certified building for environmentally friendly practices, which is important to our customers. So it takes a lot of work. Our culture doesn't just sell itself, although it is a pretty awesome thing that we get to experience here as locals. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Tommy. And we'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Kelly Schultz, Senior Vice President of Communications, Public Relations for New Orleans and Company. Linda Cassidy and I will get it going tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. The New Orleans Scoot takeover as we cover Mardi Gras, as WWL has been doing since the 40s, maybe, maybe even longer than that. We'll take a break, come back, talk to Arthur Hardy. Get one more look at Mardi Gras from him. He's with the Times Picayune, editor and publisher of the Mardi Gras Guide. Lundy Gras 2024, Tommy Tucker back in a flash, WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 